It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun and feeling well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I am Darlene Kavist, Certified Nutrition Specialist and Licensed Nutritionist. And I am proud to say that 2014 was a very good year for Dishing Up Nutrition because of you, our listeners. Over 300,000 of you downloaded the Dishing Up Nutrition podcast each month. And, you know, we really thank you for doing that. You know, I have more good news Dishing Up Nutrition was picked as one of the 19 best health and fitness podcasts of all time by the greatest website. <laughs> That's the name of the website <laughs> because of you, our listeners. And thank you so much for listening. I have even more good news to share. But first, I want to introduce our co-host today because we have a very interesting topic. At least I think it's interesting. It's developing an attitude of wellness. You know, how can you shift your attitude from one of sickness or disease to one of wellness? So what does that even mean? You know, my first car, I think it was a 1938 Buick. I think that's what it was. <laughs> it wasn't an automatic. <laughs> no. <laughs> I had to learn how to shift from first gear to second and finally full blast up to third gear. It took practice. And patience on my dad's side. Yeah. <laughs> so developing attitude of wellness really takes practice. So we're going to talk more about that. And joining me today is nutrition counselor Kate Crosby. You personally developed this attitude of wellness about, what, 20 years ago? 20 years ago, Dar. I Amazing. Remember. It's all been a long journey. Long, good journey. I have known you that long. My gosh. Isn't that hard to believe? Yes, it is. Yeah. So nearly 20 years ago, I walked into Nutritional Weight and Wellness in St. Paul because I was curious. I wanted to know, what is this place all about? I'd never been there. I had recently been diagnosed with breast cancer. I also had a really strong interest in nutrition. So Uh the name caught my eye. Okay. Um, I had a lot of experience with different diets, vegetarianism, macrobiotic, but I was also depressed. I had erratic energy. I got a lot of colds and sinus infections, even pneumonia pretty easily. So I made an appointment to see you, Dar, mm-hmm. and you recommended a number of things, but one of them was, Kate, I think you need to eat less bread. <laughs> bread, I thought. Holy mackerel, it was my staple food. After all, it was fat-free and whole grain. <laughs> and back then, that, those were some of the rules. Yeah. But I had no idea how bread was affecting me. So I started eating more vegetables and more meat and some butter and olive oil. And yeah, I ate less bread. And guess what? Well, I wasn't depressed. I had a lot more energy, and it was steady and even. I didn't get many infections, and I was able to keep cancer away from me. And that's so So, important. It was huge. Developing that attitude of wellness for me really was one of hope. 
I really didn't know that I could feel better. And I ended up feeling lots better. And I continue feeling better every day. Yes, yes. And you help people feel better every day. <laughs> it's so, you important. know, you're dealing, you're, when you make an appointment with Kate, you're really making an appointment with somebody that has the knowledge, the technical knowledge, the nutritional knowledge, but also you have that experience of developing that attitude of wellness and continuing to develop that attitude of wellness Throughout, every day. Every day. Yep. So, great story. It's amazing. It is. I couldn't believe it. It was 20 20 years. years. Yep, yep, yep. I bet your doctors are shocked. They love it. They just, they even say, you know, I think my last checkup, basically, my doctor said, you know, I think when you're 20 years free of cancer, it's as if the clock starts all over. It's as if you never had it. (laughs) Good idea. So... (laughs) So, you know, developing an attitude of wellness is so much more than just just things like not eating sugar or over-drinking wine because you know it'll interfere with your sleep, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what stops some people. Yep. And, you know, it's a place to start for sure. I, I know, for instance, when one of my clients realized she had wine and Christmas cookies before she went to bed and then she'd have hot flashes and night sweats at mm-hmm. three in the morning. She decided drinking sparkling water and a handful of nuts was a much better option for her. You know, and that's really true. That's so true. We we hear that all the time. You know, she somehow, she made that connection mm-hmm. that the sugar and the wine was going to make hot flashes. So that's great. You know, today I'm also pleased to have Brittany Thomas join us today. Brittany is a registered and licensed dietitian. She sees clients at our St. Paul office and also at our Lakeville office. Brittany, you also have a grocery store tour scheduled for January 10th, right? I do, I do. This fall, I had several groups go to different grocery stores, and we discussed how to shop to avoid trans fats and refined oils, how to recognize the hidden sugars or corn syrup sweeteners, and even where MSG and gluten may be hidden in our foods. On January 10th, we will tour the Lund store in Highland Park, just off of Ford Parkway, the time is 11 to 12.30, and the cost is $30, and pre-registration is required for that. So they just can't show up at Lund's and say, here I am. Nope, nope. <laughs> we, there's a limit just so we don't have too many people on the tour. Mm-hmm. So, um, so just call? Six- call the office, and, and they can pre-register you, and then we meet right at the entrance of Lund's. And, okay. Perfect. So that number to call is 651-699-3438. And it's not a big group, so if people want to sign up, they should do it today. Yep, absolutely. Mm-hmm. There's only six people is the maximum. Mm-hmm. That's a great thing. You know, I, I find that learning how to shop to avoid those bad oils or the sugars or artificial sweeteners and, and food additives was really critical for developing my attitude of wellness. You know, we all need this type of information to help guard us from the harmful ingredients that are sometimes used by food industry. I really got irate the other day watching Fed Up, you know, that documentary Mm -hmm. (laughs) that shows how these cheap foods are leading to obesity and diseases, especially in our children. It was really, really upsetting to me. These inferior ingredients are usually harmful to our health. But what I find is... Shopping for healthy choices is where the rubber meets the road, (laughs) you know? I mean, and a lot of times we need a guide to help 
sort these things out for us. And I think doing those food tours, grocery store tours are just so important. Absolutely. I think for, you know, for the three of us and for the, all, all the staff on Nutritional Weight and Wellness, it's like we do this every day and we think, oh, this is such common knowledge. But then as over the holidays, you get together with people that it isn't common no. knowledge and they mm-hmm. say, well, what about this ingredient? And you think, oh my gosh, that's another word yeah. for MSG. Right. And you're kind of surprised that people don't they don't know, know those things. So I think it's great. It's kind of fun, too, isn't it, to it's do that? It's very fun. I mm-hmm. really enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, after every nutritional weight and wellness class, we ask people to write out an evaluation. So I picked out some interesting comments that I want to share. These comments especially indicate the student was making the shift from disease prevention to wellness. And here's one of the comments. Judy said, my health survey went from 36 down to 13. Wow. <laughs> That's what she said. The right nutrition and supplements have made me feel great daily. I plan to continue with all this new knowledge up to the age of 100. Out of way. Out of way. I'm not sure, but many of you may be aware that one of the oldest women died recently at the age of 114. Anna Stair, that's her name. She lived only a couple of miles from where I grew up. Hmm. Must be in the water there. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and... Anna had that attitude of wellness. You know, she lived independent until very recently. She gardened, she played games, she cooked, and even kept in touch with her grandchildren and great-grandchildren on Facebook using her iPad. I love it. That's great. Isn't that You know, she didn't retire when she turned 65 or 85 or even 100. She really didn't slow down until very recently. You know, a good life because she encompassed that attitude of wellness. You know, she just wasn't lucky. Right. She worked at this well attitude of wellness and at her good health. Mm-hmm. It's just, you know, what a model. Mm-hmm. I mean, great, That's awesome. Yeah. Great example. Great attitude. Yeah. Really amazing. And today, wellness is a $3 trillion industry and is promoted by many different groups, from yoga instructors to fitness companies to chiropractors to cardiologists to pharmacists and even nutritionists. And we have to ask, do those $95 yoga pants help you develop an attitude of wellness? (laughs) Or does that back adjustment by your chiropractor help you develop an attitude of wellness? Or does filling your blood pressure med prescription and hearing be well from the pharmacist help you develop an attitude of wellness? Well, until recent, until 1979, when Dan Rather on 60 Minutes profiled the Wellness Resource Center in California, the term wellness was unfamiliar to most people. You know, oh, you're yeah. thinking we should take a break, Kate? Maybe we should come back and, and we'll talk about that Wellness Resource Center okay. in a minute. Um, that sounds great. Why don't we take our first break? You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, next week, starting January 6th, that's Tuesday night, we have the Nutrition for Weight Loss program starting in all six of our locations. So it's going to start in St. Paul, Mendota Heights, North Oaks, Maple Grove, Wyzetta, and Lakeville. Now, the Nutrition for Weight Loss program includes 12 weekly classes and a two-hour individual consultation with a nutritionist or um, dietitian to help address your personal needs. 
And you know what? The cost is not $4,000 like some programs. (laughs) It's only $399 for 12 classes and that two-hour individual appointment. I'd suggest signing up today because our classroom space is filling up. It it really is. It's uh, it's, It's, I checked the numbers and... They're tight. They're tight. But get in. You can call our office at 651-699-3438, or you can sign up online at weightandwellness.com. We'll be right back. Here's a little weight loss math. On any given day, 100 million of us are on a diet, and we spend $20 billion a year on books, plans, bills, and surgeries. So how come for so many people, the number on the scale is so upsetting? It's like cholesterol and blood pressure numbers, higher than it should be. Are you looking for a new way to change those numbers? Then let me tell you about the Nutrition for Weight Loss program at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Now think about it for a minute. The approach is called Nutrition for Weight Loss, not feeling too hungry to sleep for weight loss or eating icky bars for weight loss. Nutrition for Weight Loss teaches you how to eat real food to leave you satisfied and in balance. How to use nutrition to naturally bump up your metabolism. It's based on sound science, not celebrities who make millions pitching products. Are you ready to see how it adds up for you? Then dial the number at Nutritional Weight and Wellness. It's 651-699-3438 or go online at weightandwellness.com to sign up for the Nutrition for Weight Loss program. You know, if you have a question today for us, our number is 651-641-1071. And we finally have some good news about our St. Paul location. Uh, you know, because in that June flood that we uh-huh. had, it got the bottom lower, the lower level got some extra water. And so we've had to do a lot of uh, remodeling. And so our lower level is completely new. Everything's new. Even the new bath- the bathrooms are all new. So now we have two large classrooms down there, and I just want to let people know that these classrooms are on the lower level, so beware mm-hmm. that you will be needing to take a few steps down to the classroom. I'm really pleased to have this space available to teach our next menopause survival seminar, and Kate, you and I mm-hmm. will be team teaching this four-hour class. It's really full of lots of valuable information. Tons. Yeah. Uh, this will know? be on February 7th. Yeah. And, you know, it's information about hot flash prevention, how to support bone health, uh, great tips on getting a good night's sleep, which, you know, probably 50% of the people in menopause are having trouble sleeping. Yes. So four hours is a long time to listen. So we'll start about 1030, not too early. You know, (laughs) I don't like too early. (laughs) Well, and then about 1130, we'll have a protein shake Mm -hmm. and we'll make them for you. And then we will have an organic lunch catered from Mississippi Market around 1. And then at 2.30, we get to have another snack. Oh, good. You know, fresh berries and cream. So I invite you to come with a friend or sister and enjoy the day with us. Learn. And to sign up, call 651-699-3438. Or you can go online and sign up. And it's going to be a fun day. Lots of information. So we be were great. talking before we went on break about this uh, wellness resource center that was in California that started mm-hmm. to talk about wellness. And John Travis, he's a medical doctor in preventive medicine. He had a kind of a, uh, he wanted to have people see themselves as growing, 
changing beings experiencing better health, more vitality, and less stress. He was way ahead of his time, wasn't he? Yeah. I mean, he was right on. And, you know, Brittany, before break, you were talking about just sort of the wellness industry and, um, you know, how it's a new term, like Dar had said. And my takeaway from what you were sharing, Brittany, is that you really want to develop this attitude of wellness, but you can't do it as a spectator. Yep. You have to, uh, and, and you can't have things done to you. You have to be actively involved. Which might mean by starting by buying healthy foods or, you know, some of you may realize you need to learn how to cook. Yeah. So it isn't the yoga pants, that do, the nice yoga pants that will do it for you. It might get you in the door, <laughs> but, <laughs> but it's not the be, be all and end all. Yeah. You know, we were talking about wellness and I have another comment that a class participant made about her experience with the 12-week Nutrition for Weight Loss program. Here's what she said. She said, I lost 26 and a half pounds. Amazing. Wow. I have less joint pain, less inflammation, more energy, and better sleep. The information helped me immensely. I love the saying, to know and not to do is not to know. I'm Say that I'm, one again. All right. To know and not to do is not to know. Uh-huh. That's great. And I really hope all the nutrition educators share that with their class members. To know and not to do is not to know. So to develop that attitude of wellness, you have to know, but you also have to do. And hey, you know, Kate, it's one of those things you just said. You may have to learn how to cook. Mm-hmm. That'll or, give you real foods. Yes. Yep. Or like Brittany, you know, go on the shopping tour. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you know you will know, and then, you, then you're going to have to buy the right <laughs> foods. <laughs> Another example, the American Cancer Institute shared research that drinking two glasses of wine nightly by women increased their breast cancer risk by 50%. That is to know. And if you continue to drink two glasses of wine most nights, then you really don't know. <laughs> well, let me give you a personal example of that one. When I heard this research, right, like six years ago, at this presentation by the American Cancer Institute, a very conservative group, by the way, I looked at that and I said, I came home and I didn't drink wine anymore. I mean, basically, I very seldom have a glass of wine. Mm -hmm. And before, I thought it was okay to have a couple of glasses of wine several nights a week, you know, couple of glasses of red wine. What's wrong with that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. We hear mm-hmm. that all the time. Yeah, we do. Well, yeah. that's how I know and I do. There you I go. Know. There you go. You know, there's there's other research from the International Journal of Cancer. Uh, this was in February of 2006 that found each time per week that preschool little girls ate French fries, their risk of getting breast cancer as an adult increased by 27%. That's amazing, isn't it? Hi, yay. Okay, I'm thinking back to my children and how often we had French fries. (laughs) Or if these little girls ate French fries twice a week, their risk of developing breast cancer went up to 54% increase. Now, Kate, I know what people are doing. They're out there listening and saying, oh, now, where did this research come from? Where did it come from? (laughs) Okay, here it is. The International Journal of Cancer, February 2006. So parents knowing this information are no longer buying fast foods for their children. 
And this means that they know and they are doing. They are actually instilling this attitude of wellness in their children yes. by their actions. Exactly. And I think that's so important. Or you're a person with fibromyalgia. And we have a lot of clients with fibromyalgia. And you're experiencing aches, pains, fatigue, and depression. And you know when you follow a gluten-free diet 100% of the time, you no longer experience aches, pains, fatigue, or depression. Mm -hmm. And really, you put this into practice because during the holidays, you say no to Christmas cookies, pancakes, bread pudding, whatever, you know, brownies, mm -hmm. because you have developed an attitude of wellness and you're in charge. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that's it. You're in charge. And each time you put something in your mouth, you get to make a decision about it, that. Exactly. You know? So, again, well, what is wellness. You know, if we asked 10 different wellness experts, I'm sure we would get 10 different answers. I believe each person has their own definition. And as they grow and they change, so does their understanding of wellness. So now the question becomes, how do you develop that attitude of wellness? What do you need to do? You know, we kind of know it doesn't happen overnight. It's a continual process. Yeah. Just like Anastair didn't stop learning and growing when she reached 65 or 85 or 100. She actually started using her iPad when she was 112. <laughs> well, and you know it. what? Guess she was Googling yep. for different things because she wanted to learn more. You know, that reminds me of my grandmother who died at age 103. And her motto was, stay interested. Mm-hmm. I mean, Just like pretty, Anna's there. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, personally, I learn and grow each week preparing for this show. And I think about this. 52 shows a year for over 10 years equals 520 shows. Wow. Dara, that's wow. a lot. You know, <laughs> subtracting the ones I haven't prepared, which isn't too many. Maybe no. that leaves me 450 shows. You know, a lot of learning and looking at research, research for each show. You know, with and this is what is so interesting because with each show, my commitment to nutrition and my own health has actually become stronger. It does. The mm -hmm. more we do, the more we believe, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You see it. Mm -hmm. You know, and the stronger my attitude of wellness has been, the healthier, the healthier I feel. we get. I know. So I'm like, I want to be another Anastair. But yep. even more, I want each of our listeners to develop that. That attitude. You know, we come keep saying that in our weight and wellness class. You know, have develop you developed that attitude, mm -hmm. attitude of wellness. And think about what steps do you need to take to develop that attitude of wellness? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting study from New Zealand. They followed 1,000 kids from age 4 to 32, and the ones who had the ability to concentrate, those who had better cognitive control or thinking skills, were doing better financially and had better health. The ability to concentrate, focus, and think well is a very powerful indicator of how well people do anything. So, Kate, what do you think? Should we take, take, take a, break a little now? break here? Okay. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, we understand making New Year's resolutions are usually, for the most people, short-lived. Yes. You know? Classes and gyms are full from January 2nd to about the third week in January, and suddenly 
your resolve to get fit and stay healthy is over. So this year, we're going to suggest you take a different approach. Decide to develop an attitude of wellness and develop a plan to get the support and direction you need to change your nutrition and change your life. Sign up for a class, make an appointment to see one of us. That's how you can start. Yep. You know, today we'd love to hear from our listeners. You are the people that we are concerned about. Um, if you've got questions for us today, call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. To start on the path to develop an attitude of wellness, plan and eat breakfast. Just keep it simple. Sounds good to me. Just keep it simple. (laughs) Prepare a protein shake the night before, and we even have a recipe on our website at weightandwellness.com. Or you can easily cook up two eggs and butter with a little spinach and a half a cup of carrots, and you're good to go. You know, a lot of times clients forget to plan, or maybe they don't cook enough. Mm-hmm. For example, you get to work, you go to work. This is after you've eaten a balanced breakfast. But then, where's lunch? So you might think you know, and you kind of know, but are you really doing it? What did you plan for lunch and a snack? Mm-hmm. You know, you know if you don't plan, your, what's going to happen is your blood sugar is going to get too low, and then you're going to grab whatever is around. Maybe it's a Rice Krispie bar, mm-hmm. or maybe it's a bag of M&Ms, and you're going to eat them. Mm-hmm. Then you say to yourself, oh, what, what just happened, happened to me? To me? <laughs> I had this, I was planning on losing weight this week. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's what I hear all the time. Yeah. So you often know you need to plan, but do you really know? Because it's not part of your... Routine, yeah. Routine, that's Mm -hmm. right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. You know, this is what I do. I, whenever I make a protein shake, I will make three or four of them. And then I stick maybe one in the fridge and a couple in the freezer. So if I am in a pinch, I can at least grab one of those and it's already ready for me. Mm -hmm. And it takes no more time. That's great. Great idea. Well, you know, it's interesting. I, you know, I, I have a nice little dog now and <laughs> she's um, making me cook better, I think, <laughs> because if I don't have meat cooked for her, uh-huh. then I, well, you know, so then I make some turkey sausages and then I have them ready for myself too. We kind of share. Right. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that will happen. Yeah. <laughs> that's great. Should we take, um, we've got a caller here. Okay. Should we All take right. this call? Sure. Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. Julie, you have a call or a question for us? Yeah. Um, I went through the 12-week um, nutrition for weight loss, and I, I lost some weight there. Of course, unfortunately, over the holidays, I gained some of that back, mm-hmm. and was because I decided to eat some gluten and that kind of thing. Um, so now I'm, tra- you know, I'm getting back on track. But I think overall, I guess I have a question, and I know I keep hearing you guys say it takes a while to... Um, it takes a while to get um, your body, I don't know, fixed from having all that low-fat stuff. Right. Um, but I'm wondering, you know, for my snacks and that kind of thing, I often have the chili or, um, you know, I do use the almond butter and I do have nuts for a lot of my fat snacks and that kind of thing. Is there is there something I can do to tweak it a little bit um, or 
it doesn't matter as long as the fat is a fat. Pretty much if the fat is a fat, as long as it's a healthy Healthy fat, fat. you know, as long as it's avocados or olive oil or butter or one of the healthy fats, as long as it's not a, you know, refined oil or trans fat, you're just fine. And and I think it really, you know, I think you you need to vary them so you can't eat the same fat over and over. Mm -hmm. And I try to, when I write out an eating plan for people, I try to start with maybe butter, but then lunch have olive oil and then almond butter and then coconut oil. So that you're getting some of the different fats, and I think they do work differently on metabolisms. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, I believe that certain fats are better for certain people's metabolism. You know, coconut oil works great for some people, but olive oil works better for another person. Oh. Well, well mm-hmm. you, you just have to tune into your body and say, I think this this works better for me. Mm-hmm. You know, and sometimes you, you had mentioned almond butter and maybe... That's not one that works very well for maybe, you. Yeah, maybe. Or maybe you eat too much of it. Yeah. Or, or maybe it's, you know, sometimes nuts are a little inflammatory. Mm-hmm. Can be for some people. For some people. So maybe it's oh. it's inflaming your fat cells a little bit. So, you know. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a good question. Right, well, thank you. Yeah. A tough question. Yeah, it is. And it's, uh, it, you know, that we have such different biochemical makeups. And so it's like problem solving. Nutritional counseling is not just you know, saying, okay, you need this many proteins and you need this many grams of fat. And you, you just really have to look at the individual person and what their personal biochemistry is to make mm-hmm. it work for them. Mm-hmm. Yep. So thanks for calling today. Yes. You know, we were talking before break about developing this attitude of wellness, but also being able to concentrate, having better cognitive skills, thinking skills, so that you can actually make these choices, you know, um, related to how well you can develop that eating, that attitude of wellness is how well you can think. So how do you support your brain so that you can have better thinking skills? And I think Kate, that's probably a new thought for a lot of people Yeah, that we actually can, can control that. Our nutrition supports our brain. Yes, absolutely. It all goes back to food, to nutrition. What you put in indicates what will come out. So what does that mean? You know, what you had for breakfast may affect how you are thinking now. That's bringing it right down to what it is. Yeah. (laughs) When people eat the weight and wellness way, you're giving your brain the necessary nutrients to grow and change. I often hear within the first week or two of changing, people say, I think so much clearer. I don't have the foggy brain anymore. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes, definitely. Mm -hmm. And when I changed my nutrition, I was able to sleep better, my migraines decreased significantly, and Mm. I had so much more energy. So I was actually able to listen and take in the information I was hearing. Mm -hmm. So I think one of the things that a lot of people probably just heard, that you slept better, you could sleep. Mm -hmm. I I think, Brittany, tell us a little bit more about that. How were you sleeping before you changed your nutrition And what did you change, and how do you sleep now? Yeah. So I would often lay awake for, I mean, up to an hour or two just laying there, not being able to fall asleep. But you were tired. Yes. Yep. But my brain just was not letting me go to sleep. Okay. Um, So I... Changing my nutrition throughout the day definitely helped. And, and having, what, did that, what did that mean? I mean, yeah. what did you, did you have to eat more often? 
I was, yes, there was some of that. I was eating, looking back, you know, nothing but carbohydrates. Okay. Like I was very deficient in protein and healthy fats. So eating more balanced, really. So you you were eating a lot of bagels and muffins and and cereal, bread, pasta. Yes, (laughs) you name it. Popping up. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) And and so I I really just started to eat the weight and wellness way, more balanced, more protein, more healthy fats. Um, Bedtime snack really helped to uh, keep me sleeping, so Mm -hmm. I'm not waking up as frequently now as I used to. Mm-hmm. And and even changing bedtime rituals, it was really important for me like too. What? Instead like of no TV, or, yeah, uh-huh. you know, mm-hmm. relaxing. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For a time, I listened to a meditation application on my phone mm-hmm. to relax mm-hmm. me, and that that helped so much. What was your bedtime snack? My favorite, favorite one thing right now is I take a half a frozen banana with uh, about a third a cup of coconut milk, canned coconut milk, mm, and I put it in the blender, blender, and it's the texture of ice cream. Yep. Oh, that's it's a great. It's so good and so easy, too. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. helps you sleep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. That's a great one. Yeah. So, good. So, did you also take magnesium or? Oh, my gosh. Magnesium helps so much. Yeah. I, I take about... Uh, Five to 600 milligrams every night, mm-hmm. and I can tell it puts me in a deeper sleep, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then after you were sleeping, your migraines started to go away, right? Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, oh. I know. Sleep was a trigger for, for my for migraines. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Yep. And I think good. a lot of people that have migraines think nothing is going to help. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we start pulling out the MSG and giving them better food mm-hmm. and all this stuff. And Uh-huh. Suddenly Ba-bam. Them, yeah. mm-hmm. You're not having them. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's great. That's wonderful. You know, I think the other thing is we've been talking about this attitude of wellness, and we know that some people fight change. Yeah. Yep. You know, I think we've all probably heard this. You know, I have made Christmas cookies with my family for years and years, and we have them for parties. <laughs> and I want to be able to eat my cookies. Mm-hmm. You know, it would seem that sugar interferes with cognitive control or that those thinking thinking skills. skills. Yeah. And sugar is really addicting. It is very, very. And I think last week we talked a little bit about even when you think and smell and see foods, you don't even have to put it in your mouth. It turns on that pleasure center and you want that. Yep. Mm -hmm. You've lost control. (laughs) So you avoid those things. Exactly. Exactly. You don't want to eat those Christmas cookies, really, because you're going to ache and feel lousy. So you don't make them. Yeah. And possibly not sleep. You know, Dar, I think we should take our third break here and we'll come back and talk about some more um, ways that we kind of resist change. Change. Okay. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. So many people are experiencing kidney stones. Yes. So. I thought it would be important to talk about a couple nutrition habits that you can follow to prevent kidney stones. First, you've got to drink water. Drink at least eight glasses of water a day. But if you work out or your work is physical, you may need more. You may need more like 10 or 12 glasses of water. Of course, avoiding soda. And also, please make sure you have adequate levels of vitamin D. 
you know, a healthy range, and this is a blood test that you get done, uh, that your doctor will do, a healthy range for vitamin D is between 50 and 80. So drink water, no soda, get that vitamin D. And, you know, Kate, every time we talk about vitamin D, which is over and over on this show, I think everybody knows about vitamin D. But I was at my annual New Year's Day party with my college uh, roommates, buddies. buddies. Uh And I just said, everybody kind of take vitamin D here. And, you know, out of 10 people, one person. No. Yes. So it's really interesting how people still are not connecting this. It's so common knowledge Mm -hmm. to us. Mm -hmm. So, again, listeners, get your vitamin D level checked or at least start taking some vitamin D. Yes. Absolutely. So, um, questions? We, questions for us today. We'd love to hear from you. 651-641-1071. It's the time of year when half the people you know are sipping so-called shakes or eating locale meal replacements. Diet gimmicks may get short-term results, but to truly change your health and change your body, you have to change your nutrition. And to do that, you need nutritional weight and wellness. Sign up for a class or come in for a one-on-one consultation. Nutritional Weight and Wellness has offices in St. Paul, Wyzetta, North Oaks, Lakeville, and Maple Grove, and offers classes at many other Twin Cities locations. Call 651-699-3438 or go to weightandwellness.com. Welcome back to Now, I'd like to invite you to join me Saturday, January 24th for Community Wellness Day at the Jackson Middle School in Champlin. And I'm, I'm the keynote speaker, and I'll be teaching two classes, Five Steps to Boost Your Metabolism and Change Your Nutrition to Reduce Aches and Pains. This is a free, free, mm. free, free event sponsored by the Anoka Hennepin School Community Education Department. And I invite you not only to take in one of the classes, but also spend the t- morning learning about other healthcare professionals in your community. And you can register online, and you do need to register for the classes. And it is at www.discovercommunityed.com, or you can call 763-508 or 506-5766, 763-506-5766. I think it's that's interesting. It's yeah, should be great information. I think the room holds about a hundred people, so that's. Wonderful. They won't let more people in, I know. So we have a caller, right? We've Kate? got a caller. Alice, welcome yes, to Dishing Up New. Pardon me? Yes, this is Alice. Hi. Hi. What's your question for us today? Uh, the question is um, I uh, work out, I exercise at Snap Fitness, and I um, always uh, seem to get these hives, I mean, all over my body. Mm-hmm. And, and, and it gets real hot, and it's like I don't really sweat. And then, like today, I hadn't been to exercise in mm, about four months, and I could hardly even do ten, fifteen minutes on the elliptical, then lift weights. I got these the hives so bad, I got a real bad headache. My heart started to beat really hard, you know, and I almost passed out. I mm. was in there by myself, and and I'm just wondering what can I do to make that go away because I want to continue to exercise. Well, and I drink a lot of water. Okay, you drink okay. a lot of water. Do you take any medication at this point? Uh, yeah, I take vitamins, and then um, I've been eating my um, so-called diet thing is so I can get used to the fats and the sugars because I love sugar. 
is um, I've had pistachios and bacon is like what I eat for my dinner. Like three strips of bacon and three stalks of uh, celery. And um, that's in drink water for the rest of the night. But um, nothing different from what I did before. And But I always have gotten a hives and a headache and hot and stuff. But this time it was really bad. I'm 59. Okay. So, so do you also... Um uh, do when you ever you get warm, do you have breakout in these highs, or is this just when you work out? When I work out. Okay. You know, I think it sounds, and there may be many, many different reasons for this, but one of the possibilities is that when you start working out, your start your body starts to detox, and what's coming out is really, um, it's not nice material, and it's mm-hmm. giving you highs actually, and so I. I would really encourage you to come in and see one of the nutritionists because I think we could help you develop an eating plan that would help your body detox naturally with, mm-hmm. you know, bef- and then very slowly start exercising, but not too much at first because this is going to happen to you every time you try to exercise. Okay. That, that yeah. makes sense yeah. to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, it, there it may be more sense. things. Uh, that's, I, uh, when I first started this, I'm sorry, when I first started this, uh, I had a trainer, this was a year ago, and uh, I was on a seven-day thing where I only ate one green vegetable all day. With, well, you know, I think uh, that, that's kind of, that kind of points out that trainers are not nutritionists, and they really are not, they should not be giving out nutritional information to clients. You know, legally, they shouldn't be giving it out. So you have to be careful. I, you know, go to go to somebody that has the background and the knowledge. Really, it's better. Okay, because so, he was saying it to take all the sugar and detoxify, and I did lose like fourteen pounds in seven days. Yeah, and I was but, just kind of mean to but everyone. But you know, it it was too fast, and that's what's wrong it with some too, of these detox oh, okay. programs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might work for somebody that is really healthy, but for someone that is not as healthy, um, mm-hmm. it's too drastic. But thanks for the call. I think it's an interesting Interesting thing. question. Yes. Okay. So so then I can keep working out, but I just go really, really slow. And, yeah, um, and come in and, and make an appointment so we can get you on a better eating plan. Okay, okay. and you'll put the number out again so I can make an oh, appointment? Yeah. yeah, I will. We sure will. Uh-oh. Yep. So our number is 651-641. Whoops, whoops, whoops. Sorry, 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 sorry. Back it up here. 651-699-3438. That's nutritional weight and wellness. Nutritional. Is there any in uh, Hopkins area? Yep. Well, in Wyzetta. Yeah. Oh, okay. Weight and wellness. Okay. All and right. It's closer to me then. Yes. Great, I think I'll do nutritional weight and wellness. Okay. Thank you so much. Yep. You thank bet. you. So we were talking before we went on break about the people that kind of resist change. And Those, we were talking about the Christmas cookie thing. Yes, and habits that get in their way. But there's other reasons that people resist well, change. Yeah, and you know, I always run into, you know, people who are gluten sensitive, but they feel compelled to eat those rolls in the bread basket. And then for the next few days, they feel anxious, spacey, irritable, maybe they can't sleep. Yes. All of these effects of gluten. And we understand these are habits holding them back, and it just takes more support, more education, and encouragement for those people to grow and change. And I often suggest that 
People come see me or another nutritionist weekly and sign up to take the Weight and Wellness Series or Nutrition for Weight Loss program. So they have both the group and individual support, direction, and accountability. Such an important thing to get enough support when you're making these changes. Mm -hmm. So important. And, you know, it doesn't, it, it isn't like you can get the support for six weeks and then you're done. No. No. It's usually, I find that a lot of people... Somebody like you, Kate, you mm-hmm. know, you mm-hmm. had cancer at one point in your mm-hmm. life and, you know, you needed the support ongoing. You know, maybe it was once every three months after you kind of got it in in the groove. Yep. Yep. But it's but, still things change and you need well, to they continually change. I mean, this year I made another change, you know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, it, 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 it's kind of a never ending thing. It's kind of like learning a new language. You can't just go to the class four or five times and speak French. That's right. You got to practice it. Yeah. You know, I mean, even if people go and like my granddaughter who has lived in Germany and spoke German for five years and now lives in Chicago, suddenly she needs to be speaking to people. She's going to join a group of people that speak, speak German, German so that she keeps up her skills. It's the and that's same exact, idea. Yep. Yep. So anytime we learn something new, we need to keep practicing it. Absolutely. It, it takes a lot of practice. It does. But it's exciting because you can actually feel better. So, you know, our goal for our clients and for our listeners is for people to start to develop this attitude of wellness. And, you know, the things that are holding them back is to let those things go and just kind of commit to just practicing and practicing and practicing mm-hmm. so that they have developed this attitude of wellness. And then nothing can throw them off. Yes, yep. exactly. It becomes entrenched. Yes, it does. It does. So any parting words? Um, you know, I think, think we here. are almost out, out of time. Of time. Mm-hmm. So I think, you know, as part of um, the fact that people are starting a new year, and usually starting new habits, mm-hmm. thinking, kind of reflecting over what they've been doing for the past year, what has worked and what has not worked. And I think getting some more information, you know, either picking up a book, listening to the podcast, you know, taking a class, coming in for a consultation, Always. all those things help. Mm-hmm. And we even find for ourselves getting together and talking mm-hmm. and discussing different things help us grow and that's what we want to do all the time is to grow and change just like the wellness resource founder Mm -hmm. keep growing and changing Changing. happy new year to everyone thank you everybody thanks for listening to dishing up nutrition if you enjoy this podcast please leave us a review on itunes The content and opinions expressed are those of the hosts or presenters. They are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent disease. Statements made with respect to products have not been evaluated by the FDA.